Hello and welcome to the Excel Books Podcast. It's your favorite host, Molly. And on my show, we like to talk about work, family, and life. If you haven't heard about my business, I am a dream activator. I help you with a host of services to either start a business or run your existing one. So if you are in need of a little help and you just say, hey, I want to make it to the next level and I just need an extra set of hands, I've got you covered. Visit me on the web at www.xelbooks.com. All right, so today I want to jump right in. As you notice, I've been jumping right in lately, huh? Um, I want to talk to you about something very specific. And it, it just, it came in my head and I said, oh my gosh, I want to share this with you. And, you know, maybe it'll bless you as well. I want to talk to you about stress, lists, and you. I'll say that again in case you're like, what the heck did she just say? Stress lists, L-I-S-T-S, and you. So what do I mean by that? What, what's this stress list in you? What, what am I talking about? Um, as you know, there's a lot of stress going on, um, specifically because of this pandemic that we're just waiting for it to disappear. Um, but there's also stress that we have in life that has nothing to do with the pandemic, Right. You know, it's very easy to find a recording or a post somewhere about a pandemic. I mean, we've got, you know, just about everybody in the world has an opinion. You know, they want to talk about masks and all of that. But I want to talk to you about the other stresses, the other stresses, the things that in the midst of it all, it's very easy to get lost. Um. You know, there it's just very easy to get lost because we don't we don't talk about it when there's something bigger going on, right? What do I mean by that? So you know what it's like. You know, whatever has the the higher priority is what people talk about. So if right now there's a pandemic and that's the the hottest topic, then the whole world will be talking about the pandemic. But if there was a hurricane that was set to hit uh, a specific state, all of a sudden the pandemic talk would die down and every bit of focus would be on the hurricane. Well, in our everyday lives, there are things that come up and we're constantly weighing out which one has more value, right? So for instance, I'm thinking about me at home. Depending on the day, the stress can be high or low, and certain things are the focus. On Monday, the biggest stress I have is making sure that I actually clock in on time and that I have um, made my list for the week and got the kids out of bed because after two days of weekend relaxation. The last thing we want to do is get up and, and, and be on camera, right? My kids attend school at home online, so camera is what they do, right? They're always on camera. Well, if you're like me, it can be kind of overwhelming to keep up with all of the different stressors that you have. 
you know, you've got grocery shopping, you've got bills, you've got kids. If you do have kids, um, you might have a dog, you know, or a cat, you know, your, your pet, and you're trying to keep up and keep that one fed and cleaned and groomed and healthy and all that stuff. Um, you got family issues, you've got, um, you know, house issues, you know, maybe the house isn't operating the way you need it to, or maybe you discovered there's a leak or something like that. There's always a number of stressors, or maybe it's your job and your job is like, I need you to do 15 different things and I need you to do it like yesterday, right? So the challenge is how do you deal with it? How do you balance it? How do you keep yourself sane in the midst of all that without losing it, right? I'm going to tell you what I do that tends to help me deal with the stress. And the first thing I do is I make a list. I make a list. And I have actually been doing this since I was a child. Um, when I was growing up, the, um, the teachers used to notice that I had a lot of anxiety, uh, still do, but you know, they said, you have a lot of anxiety. We can't seem to calm her down. She gets really frazzled. If you just come up to her and say, do this, do this, do this. Um, you know, we just need to help her, you know, help her out. And their grand solution at the time was to make a list and whatever was on that list, that's what I did. And as long as that list was written, um, and visible where I could go to it and check things off, I could manage my stress level. I could manage my stress level and I was like 10 times as productive because I didn't forget things because it was written down. Now, what's interesting is as time goes by and we get older, there's a temptation to say, oh, we don't need a list. That's for kids, right? I've, I've actually heard adults say this. We don't need a list. You know, we're adults. You know, we just need to, you know, pay attention, remember, and get on top of it. Well, I beg to differ. <laughs> I beg to differ. Um, because it's very easy. I'll say it's easier to lose track of tasks as you get older um, than it is when you're younger. I mean, yeah, when you're younger, you're distracted because you're thinking about toys and the next, you know, you know, uh, cookie that you're going to eat, you know, something like that. But as an adult, you have a whole lot more things, uh, demanding your time. You have other people involved. It's no longer just you and whatever your parents said for you to do, or you and whatever your teacher said to do. Now you've got you telling you what to do. You've got your kids telling you what to do. You got your significant other telling you what to do. You got your boss telling you what to do, your doctor telling you what to do, the, the law enforcement as you drive telling you what to do, the grocery store person that says you can't check out in this line. You know, there's so many to-dos. And if we don't choose a solution to help you balance it, I mean, you can just go bonkers. So I keep a list. Now, let's talk about lists and how, what kind of list, how do you use the list? You know, that kind of thing. I use two different kinds of lists, both a digital and a physical one. And then you're like, Molly, that is overkill. Not necessarily. Um, <laughs> well, maybe it is right. Um, so I use a physical list and my physical list and I keep lists all over the place. So if you came to my house, you're like, Molly, you have lists everywhere. Yes, it helps reduce my stress. So I have a list. I have a little notebook 
that I keep on my desk just for work purposes. And in that list is where I write only things that have to do with work. So it could be, hey, Molly, I need you to do five reports, email somebody and call three clients. Wrote it down. Five reports. What are those five reports? A, B, C, D, E. You know, uh, call the client. Who are the client's names? You know, Billy, Sue, Joe. What's their phone number? You know, 555, whatever it is. And I write all those things down and I keep that list in front of me all day. And so I go one by one and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this one first. And it doesn't matter what else pops up. So my boss can say, hey, I need you to do something else. Well, I have six other things that you told me to do. I'm working on the one that you said is top priority. Has that priority list changed? Yes, this is more important than everything else. Okay, great. Circling this one, so this is the top priority. Please note, these other five tasks, I will not be able to meet that deadline. Is that okay? And believe it or not, it helps. It helps both me and it helps my boss. Because then they know, number one, that I'm paying attention. That I didn't just hear them talk and assume that I remembered and then say, oh, I'm sorry, I dropped the ball four times because I only remembered the last task you gave me. You know, it, it helps, you know, demonstrate that I respect everything that my boss has to say. So that's one list. I also keep a another type of physical list. I keep boards. I know you're like, Molly, what kind of board? What are you talking about? I have dry erase boards. Um, I have one that I custom design just so that I can keep myself organized in my home office because I was like, I can't keep up with what date is it? When, when do the kids go here? What am I doing for myself? What's my motivational word for the week? You know, what did God tell me for the year? You know, all those little things. I have a board that I made just for me. I, you know, made a little monogram letter on it and, um, you know, put my, you know, made a calendar, have a to-do section, a note section, and then one section just for me to put motivational phrases like don't give up, um, you know, be a limit breaker, be different. Um, you know, you are awesome. You're beautiful. You know, I put those things up there and I keep it in front of me so that as I'm looking around or I feel kind of dazed because I'm, I'm overwhelmed with so many things to do. I can actually look at it and say, oh, that's right. Don't give up. And I even have it like highlighted. So it's like the biggest thing I see on my board is big, bold cap letters that says, don't give up. I'm like, okay, got it. Don't give up. Um, and then I'm like, oh, I have a two to do list. Did I do that? Oh, let me check those things off. And that's literally what I, I do. Um, now my list have expanded um, in the physical sense, not just for me. So I'm, I'm going to shift gears a little bit to uh, family members and lists and how this reduces stress. So if you are a parent or you could even just you could be a spouse and say, I don't have kids, but I have a spouse. It can help them, too. Uh, trust me, I know. So if you have that family member that lives with you. And they always forget what you ask them to do. You know that wonderful, loving family member that you're like, could you go to the store and grab the juice? And they're like, yeah, no problem. And they they go to three other places other than the store. And then you have to remind them, did you go to the store? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm on my way now. 
And they go to the store, they get everything but the juice. And they get home, and you're unpacking the groceries, you're like, where's the juice? Oh, I forgot, I knew there was something. And it, and it happens all the time. If you are one of those people that suffers with that wonderful family member, you're not alone. I am one of those people. And I deal with it both with my wonderful spouse and with my two amazing children. So they're trying to keep up with their day, right? And they are not going to remember all the stuff that I ask them to do. They're just not. So what do I do? Um, what I do is I make a list that's easy for them to eliminate them having to remember all the things that I want them to do. So for example, what stresses me is when I ask the kids to clean the bathroom or the kitchen and they forget something that I know I would always do if I were cleaning it. And I don't like to nag. I hate to be that person that's around their shoulder saying, did you remember this? Did you remember this? Did you remember this? I don't want to be that person. My goal is I'm like, I need you to independently get this done because I'm juggling so many other things. I need to know that if I give you the assignment, that it's a done deal. Um, and because they're kids, you know, you can only expect so much of them remembrance wise. So I made household cleaning checklists. I made them really cute. I made them very categorized. And I'll probably share this when I start doing my live videos because um, it's been requested. I, I've heard all of your requests. So thank you for those that are like, Molly, we want to see you. We want to see these things that you've done and made. I am going to do the live videos uh, very, very soon. So stay, stick with me and you'll be a part of that, that wonderful group. So I make these checklists that I hang on the walls and they sort things out very clearly so that they're able to say, oh, mom wants me to clean the kitchen. And it'll say, okay, here's everything to do for the sink. Here's everything to do for the floor. Here's what to do with the trash. Here's what to do with any food. Here's what to do with the dishes. And it has categories and it has, you know, step one through five or whatever it is under each one and a little spot for them to check it off with a little dry erase marker next to it. So, you know, I put it in a self-laminating sheet. So if they're like, okay, mom, you said to clean the kitchen, but I don't remember what I'm supposed to do. I can easily point to it and say, well, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to um, follow the checklist. And like, where's the checklist? Right there on the wall in the kitchen. And so wherever we are, we have a bedroom checklist. We have a bathroom checklist. Um, every bathroom has one. And there's even one for the living room. And that way, when I'm having a rough day and I say, I need you to clean the kitchen or clean the house, they can pick a room, pick a list, and, and accomplish that goal. And I don't have to be behind them every step of the way. Um, the other thing that I do with this, this is kind of a combined dry erase board list that helps reduce stress for me um, and for the family is I have a dry erase board that's actually in progress right now. We're actually building this out, so it's going to be really nice when we're done. Um, is our, our kitchen menu board. And for me, it's very important to be able to know, okay, what am I eating? Am I eating? Because I forget to eat. 
I don't know about you guys. I wish I could say I was that perfect person that remembers to eat all the time. I really don't. I, I forget meals every day. Every day. Um, I'll probably end up eating twice for the whole day if I'm lucky. A lot of times it's once and like a whole bunch of water because I'm just that busy. Um, and I'm trying to improve that. But what helps me is a list. If I can see what day it is, what are we doing for dinner? We're cooking this or we're eating out or we're doing leftovers or whatever it is. Then I can look at the list and I can do it. The other thing is I need to have a visual of what are we out of. I, I don't know about you, but I cannot stand not knowing what we are missing. Right? Like, I'm like, I need to know. <laughs> so, you know, it's like if I order groceries, I don't want to be ordering and thinking I'm done. And then I find out there's $50 worth of stuff that I needed to buy. But no one told me like, oh, by the way, mom, we're out of toilet paper. Okay. Why did no one say anything? Oh, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Did you want to go to the bathroom? You know, <laughs> we got to have it. And I was like, okay, I need to make this easier for them. Because what would happen was they would just kind of pop up, you know, at my desk where I'm always at and say, oh, mom, we need this. And I don't know about you, but I am not going to remember if you just pop up at my desk and say, oh, by the way, we need this. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm focused on five other things right now. Write it down. And my my oldest is really good at this. He'll write something on a sticky note. He'll put the sticky note on my desk and I'll see it. And I'm like, OK, got it. I need to get this for my son. But there needs to be a more collective way because my husband doesn't work that way. He, you know, sticky notes may work for me and then I put it in my master list, but for him, he needs a visual. He's a visual learner and he does really good if it's in his face and he can see it like, oh, this is what we're doing. So I said, you know what, what we're going to do, we're going to make a board. We're going to make a board and in this board, we are going to have a spot where we can say, this is what we need to buy from the grocery store. This is what we're cooking for dinner. This is what we're doing for breakfast today. This is what we're doing for lunch today. Um, you know, and if there's like any little key important stuff like, oh, by the way, on Friday, the kids go do this. Or on Saturday, this is happening. And that way it's a central board it's in the kitchen, something they can get to. They can see it all the time because they're always in the kitchen and everybody knows what's going on. You know, some people call it a command center. Um, I don't think mine's quite a command center. I have command centers in other places, but that is the goal of that. The other list that I use, or I'll say the last list I'm going to cover, is my digital list. Now, as you know, we're in a digital age and there's some of everything out there. So if you are a person that, um, you know, likes digital things, um, you might like this. So I like to use all kinds of digital lists. Um, there's Google and there's Trello and there's all kinds of stuff. But my favorite is one called Family Wall. Yes, the list is called Family Wall. And why do I use the Family Wall? I'm glad you asked. Um, <laughs> the, the list allows me to connect, invite my husband to it and my kids to it. So I can say, okay, well, here's your email, your email, your email. Everybody's synced into this calendar. And it is a shared digital calendar. You can make as many lists as you want. You can store recipes. You can add events on the calendar. You can do everything in there. And you can put dates and times 
um, that things are due and put reminder bells on it. And what I love about it is I can say, okay, hubby, I need you to take the tent down. Tent's been up in the backyard forever. Please remove the tent. Um, just remove the tent from my sight. But I know he's not going to remember that if I just sit it there. He needs a reminder. So I put a due date on it. And the due date will actually pop up on his phone and I can assign it to just him. So it's really like almost like managing a business, but managing it for your family. And I can say, okay, this is assigned to my husband. This is assigned to my son. This is assigned to me. Um, and I can put the little due dates on it and then set it and forget it. And then I know that when it comes time, he's going to see this thing. It's going to keep bothering him. And he's going to say, oh, that's right. She told me to take the tent down. And if he misses it, I change that due date again and make it remind him again in like two days or something. And it keeps it in the forefront of his mind. I don't have to constantly be in his face and say, honey, did you take the tent down? You know, it's there. It's it's beeping on his phone. It's doing all that. Um, it's sending him an email if I want him to. And it's taken care of. And you know what? It works. Now, I'm not saying at all that this is what you should do. You know, you guys know me. I'm a big fan of you got to find what works for you. But these are some things that have helped me manage stress um, simply by using a list. Um, but I, I'm going to close this by talking about the very beginning of before you even get into the list. You know, there's one key thing you have to do before you make a list. You know what that is? You have to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest. What do we mean by that? We mean honesty, Manchali. What are you talking about? Um, we have to be honest with what's really stressing us out. A lot of times we choose not to say what's stressing us. Either because we're ashamed or we feel like we shouldn't have that problem or we feel like... Um, Maybe we're making a big, bigger deal out of it than it needs to be. Um, you know, all kinds of thoughts. But the truth is, it starts with honesty. If you can start by getting up in the morning and saying, you know what, this bothers me. This thing, it, it, it's stealing my peace. This thing, I keep trying to get control of it. And I feel like I have no control. If you can be honest with yourself about that, then you can make a difference. You can, you know what to focus your list about. And that's how you start it. So if you're listening and you're like, okay, I heard all this stuff about list, but how do I write the list? Right? Where do I start? Some very, very simple steps on this. Step one, make a title for your list. What is the focus? Is the focus, um laundry is the focus achieving work goals is the focus um eating you know weight loss whatever it is write what it is your your ultimate purpose of making the list and then underneath it list all the things that you would want to do to reach that purpose so if i were making a list right now about breakfast I would be, I would, you know, because I need to eat, right? I would write my list as breakfast. And I might say, as one of my list items, 
check the pantry. What's in the pantry? You know, do I have anything in there that I can eat? Um, check the fridge. Um, I may think about ordering out. Check the bank account. Do I have money to order? Um, you know, where, do I, what do I want to eat? You know, determining that part. Do I want eggs? Do I want grits? Do I want pancakes? You know, what do I want? Um, okay, who has it? Who can deliver it? You know, and I literally would take that, write out every little thing I could think about it, and then you can look at it and say, okay, I definitely need to do these five things, or I don't need two of these, you know, and as you go through those things, cross them off. And by the time you've listed all those things, you've at least emptied your head on that particular purpose, and you're getting one step closer to your goal. Um... But going back to the focusing on you, you got to know what it is that's bothering you before you can make a list to eliminate the issue. You know, it's no different than, you know, an AA and they say the first step in um, fixing a problem is admitting that you have a problem, right? Say, I have a problem with stress. Um, and it's not a shame thing. There's nothing wrong with admitting that you might need a little bit of help in the area of stress. Okay. I just want to put that out there. Um, but I also want to say this. Don't become so obsessed with your list that you forget to give yourself mercy and grace. What do I mean by that? I can become very obsessed with my list. I have a list for everything, as you know. But sometimes the list is so much that I'm like, I didn't check off everything on that list. And I have to remind myself. Okay, Molly, you have a list that is literally three pages long. It's okay if you did not accomplish all three pages in one day. And instead, I choose to celebrate the things that I did check off. And it may only be two things that day or one. <laughs> I've had days like that where I've got 25 things on my list and I've only done two. And I say, you know what? I accomplished those two things. Good job for me. And this list, you know, the more that you practice the habit, the more you can use it in uh, even deeper, stronger areas of your life. Um, I'll cover this more in another recording, but I recently just came back from an awesome trip with some amazing people. And on my way back, I was very, very stressed about the drive. I was stressed about the drive back because it was a six-hour drive for me. I had no one in the car with me. I didn't have any friends I could call and say, hey, can you talk to me for five hours? Yeah, I don't have any of that. And I was like, I didn't want to drive on any highways that were really, really crazy traffic or a whole lot of turns and twists. I, I really wanted to be pretty much driving through a town. I was like, how do I do this and not take forever? And I made a list. And I said, okay, list, you know, my list, you know, driving home. And I was like, okay, number one, I, I need to talk to somebody about what I'm feeling. And so I wrote that down so I could, you know, so I could talk to my hubby and say, hey, I'm feeling stressed. Um, you know, call him on the phone on the way. Then I wrote, okay, let's look at, I need to find an alternate path, a path to get home that doesn't involve this kind of stress. And so I wrote down, you know, look up alternate path. And I, you know, did the Google Maps thing and look for different routes. And I was like, oh, this route looks a lot better. There's not a whole bunch of turns here. I'll take that one. Um, and then I also gave myself, you know, expectations and said, okay, 
I am not on a time frame. It's a six hour drive, no matter how I look at it. So if I want to take a break every hour and a half to breathe, so be it. Um, you know, if I have to take a different route, if I end up saying that I'm not taking any highways and I want to drive through every town across the East Coast to get home, then so be it. There is nothing that's going to, I'm not going to add stress by giving an expectation that is not required of me. There's no requirement that says you have to drive a certain way. You know, as far as like, you know, you have to take the highway. There's there's no rule for that. Um, if you want to take the highway, take the highway. If you don't want to take it, take the other way. There's a reason why there's Google Maps. So you can go whichever way you want to go. Um, and by doing that, I was able to remove a whole bunch of stress. But it started with me being honest with myself and saying, I am stressed about driving home. And that allowed me to make an action plan because that's really what a list is. Your list is you taking control, you saying, I want to do something about it. Here's some things that I wish I could do. And you may not know how to do the things on your list. And that's okay. Start with the list and then tackle the things you do know how and things you don't know how. Research them or ask a friend. Find someone that has a clue on how to do it. You can get just about anything online. So, um, you know, use that to help you reach the next level. All right. That is all I have for you all today. Um, I look forward to talking with you again. Until next time, be blessed, be encouraged, be prosperous, and I hope you have a pleasant day.